Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Welcome back. Today, I've brought my good friend Jan onto the podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be on here. Thank you for having me, Michaela. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. The podcast and content queen herself, really. <laughs> the role has like switched. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've definitely inspired me to start my own podcast and you've showed me the ropes for sure on how to get started oh that's so nice of you to say I feel so I don't know I just like I just one of my main goals in creating content is to inspire other people so that just means a lot to me yeah of course and I think before we get started do you want to tell the listeners maybe a little bit more about your podcast or your career and what you've been up to yeah, so my name is Yan Q. I am 23. Um, I think it was just like the other night where I just like said I was 23 to myself, like in my mind, and I was like, oh my god, wait, I'm 23. <laughs> um, I turned 23 like at the end of or mid December of last year, so it's still fairly new. But I don't know, like 23 sounds kind of old in some ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was a, I wouldn't say was, but I used to do a lot of YouTube videos. And that's how I really got started with online content. That's actually how Michaela and I um, became friends and met. Um, so I did a few years of YouTube. And then in my senior year of college, I kind of dabbled into podcasting, trying something that's new. I've never really done any um, content creation for any new platforms um, up until then. So I wanted to try something new. And so that's why I did podcast. And that's how my podcast Hello 20 started. Yeah. And I definitely recommend checking out Hello 20s. Um, I love it. I listen every week. I'm on two episodes as well, if you wanted yeah. to listen to those. And that's why I said like the role has switched because Michaela was actually, I believe, one of the first guests I had on Hello 20s. I launched Hello 20s at the end of 2018, and then I went to visit Michaela in the very beginning of 2019. And so I believe she was one of like the very first guests on the podcast. So I remember clearly the day that we were supposed to record this episode or like not this episode but like the first episode onto my podcast and I think you were just like getting ready for the day because you woke up kind of late and I was like already up and I was on your couch writing everything down last minute because I was like oh my god I have no idea how to plan a podcast episode with a guest so yeah I just remember that so clearly like so vividly (laughs) (laughs) See, what I remember from that day is waking up late and being like, oh, shoot. And I felt so bad because our day was primarily just filming your podcast and my video. And then the day was over. And we like quickly took some photos at sunset and went to dinner. (laughs) Yeah. But it was like a good day. I think that's like something that we needed to do anyways. Like we knew that like my trip out there wasn't just solely like play, I guess. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. to see each other, but it was also to, like, create things together. Because that was before we, like, found out how to do things virtually. Obviously, we can't make videos together virtually. Like, I can't be beside you. (laughs) But, yeah, it's made podcasting a lot easier. Yeah, I agree. And like you mentioned, we met through YouTube. Um, I think that was, like, five years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were still in high school, right? Or no, you just graduated. Yeah, I just graduated high school. And I made like a whole video on like graduating high school and everything. Um, and then we we were like friends that year. But we didn't really get like we didn't really get close until I think like in recent years though. Yeah, like you subscribed and I subscribed back and we watched each other's content. We supported each other. yeah. I can't really remember who made the first like friendship move. Um I think I don't I don't remember either, but I do <laughs> I do remember you um asking for my number for some reason on Twitter. 
And I was like, um, let me like just see like, you know, because I was very skeptical about giving out my numbers and like I'm very skeptical about giving out my personal information in general. But I remember you asked and I was like, I like waited a few days or whatever to like respond. Um, but I think it was like in relation to your publication or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, or something, or, like, you wanted me to say something in a video, and I would, like, text it to you. I don't know. It was, like, something related to something you ha- you were doing, I remember. Well, I'm so glad that you trusted me with your <laughs> phone number. <laughs> and then a year into knowing you, I decided to buy a plane ticket and go visit you. Yeah, and I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, like, a little, like, oh, this is my first time meeting you. And, like, when you first meet people, it's, like, a little you know, awkward at first. I wouldn't say awkward, but you know, you know what I mean, right? It's like you're meeting someone that's new. Yeah. Like we FaceTimed and we'd talk on the phone all the time, but there's still that nervousness of whether or not we'd be compatible in person when we actually have to spend constant time together for a week. (laughs) Yeah. Where I was like sleeping in your bed for a week. Like this, it's probably like the strangest thing I like the strangest and the boldest thing I've ever done is just like meeting a stranger and <laughs> sleeping at their house for a whole week oh my gosh you're right but it was so fun yeah and I think then we went to playlist live and then I think it was yeah. like we had a little break in between that time period like after we went to playlist live together and then, um, like, a few months after that, or maybe a year, is when we, like, connected a lot more, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think as we went through our college years and started to grow up a little bit, we, um, yeah, like you said, got really close. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little long, but that's really how we met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if you mentioned this, but what are you doing for work right now? Yeah, so – I, I guess it goes a little bit back to the whole, like, my own podcasting. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it because I do talk about it a lot in my own podcast. So there's that. But, I like, the whole reason why I started my podcast was because I didn't know what I was going to do post-grad. And I feel like a lot of people don't know what they want to do post-grad. And so I majored in communication with a concentration in public relations and a minor in film and media studies. So off the bat, I knew I wanted to go into media or I wanted to go into the communication sphere of um, industries, I guess. Um, And it's really hard to find a job post-grad. And I talked about that a lot in my my podcast, especially like the summer following post-grad. And then right now I am a business analyst. So I'm a contractor business analyst for a administration for the government. Um, that's like my primary job. Um, I also, it's, it's a little hard to describe what I do because I'm like an outsourced consultant, but I'm also an in-house, um, HR specialist as well. So I talk about a lot of like my jobs in, um, my podcast, so you can just check that out. But basically I am a business analyst for a government agency out here. (laughs) <laughs> would you say with all that going on are you pretty focused on your career or do you is like a relationship something that you're even interested in looking for at this time in your life okay so I it's something that I always like debate about like am I ready for a relationship or you know is it like not the right time and I think my answer to that in general is that sometimes You're just never ready for what you think you are until you're put into that situation and you just deal with what, or not deal, but you handle with what you have that's in front of you. You know what I mean? Like you might think you're not really ready for a relationship right now because you're so focused on your career or you're so focused on another aspect of your life. And that could be true for um, certain people. But I also feel like when you meet somebody and you want them in your life you obviously don't have to jump into a relationship like a romantic relationship right off the bat but you can keep building a relationship with them as you're building on your own life and then you know seeing where things go yeah that makes a lot of sense um 
Are you currently dating right now? Define dating. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I guess since you're the one who's probably in that culture a lot more than I am since I've been in a longer relationship currently, what does dating mean in the culture today? Well, I feel like it means, you know, it it has like to each person, it has different meanings. Like to some people, like dating means getting to know certain people or a, a like a, a amount of people, I guess. Like some people, when they date, they date solely one person at a time. Other people are like dating multiple people at a time. And I think for me, I'm like in the middle of it where I'm not really pursuing one person. But at the same time, like I'm not limiting myself because I'm not committed to anybody at this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Right now, I'm just like casually like getting to know someone and stuff like that. I actually deleted my um, dating app, actually, just yesterday. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a big step. Yeah. No, I think it's – I I know you you were going to ask something about that, but it just, like, popped into my mind that I, like, deleted my dating app recently. And I think the reason why I deleted it is because, like – I wasn't active on the dating app, right? The only time that I was active was when someone liked me and I just go through all the people that like me. And most of the time, I'm not even interested in these people. And so I just X them out, right? So there's no point of Mm -hmm. me going on these dating apps when I'm not in the mood of like trying to get to know more people. Because I think right now in my life, I am so focused on my career and just everything else that's in my life and happening in my life right now that I don't have time to spread myself even more thin and like give my attention to these people that I just right now don't have any interests for. Yeah. Well, we can jump ahead because I know I gave you an outline of questions. Um, Since you did mention dating apps, we can totally jump ahead to those questions now because I am actually super curious to kind of hear more about your experience on those dating apps. Have you had any good success stories out of it? Yeah, I had. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I told you about it, but I guess I'll tell your audience about this. I actually haven't even told – I don't really talk much about my dating life um, on my own podcast just because my dating life, I like to keep that low key. I like to keep like things private. Even though I'm like on social media, I keep so much of my life private still, you know? I think that's a really good balance to have. Yeah, just because recently I've just started to learn that like dating is so complicated in so, so many ways, but also like in a relationship or when you're dating somebody, you obviously create some type of relationship with that person. And it's so important to just keep that to yourself at like to some point because you, you and the other person are the ones who are involved in that relationship, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's not a community project where you need to let everybody know your dirt and everybody know your information. And then everybody's going to, feel like they have a um what's that word like not obligation but they have like a say into whatever your relationship is or whatever you do in your relationship and I think whenever we tell like our friends or anybody about our relationship with anybody like they only get to hear our side right they don't really get to hear the other person's side and so like I said like when I hear stuff about like my friend's relationship and stuff I can give them advice, but I will never truly know what's going on in that relationship because I'm not in that relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I think so. It's difficult because I feel like I'm the opposite where I tend to overshare a lot, um, Mm -hmm. mostly because I'm looking for either advice or someone to relate to what I'm going through or to gain experience and kind of like words of wisdom almost from someone who's gone through something similar. Um, So like Mm -hmm. all of my dating uh, situations for the most part are online. I mean, heck, I started this podcast to expose even more of it, Um, but also to like learn from other people's experiences and gain perspective and see if they have any advice for me or anybody else listening. Um, Yeah. But I I think more and more creators are starting to – 
kind of go your approach and keep their relationships private. Like a lot of large YouTubers that I watch now, they may have had a previous relationship public, but I see a lot of them just keeping it very low key and personal. Yeah. 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 And like one of the reasons why I say like you'll never fully know what like each relationship is like is because I think I've told you this like during our phone calls and um, FaceTimes how like like if I'm if I need advice I will tell you like all the bad things that like all the bad things that have happened or like that the guy has said to me or did to me right but Mm -hmm. I will like never not never but I would rarely like bring up all the little like good things that like actually mean a lot you know what I mean yeah and so I just feel like when you're in that relationship you experience the whole 360 and you know every avenue you know every like everything within that relationship but like I'm not saying it's like bad to like say like ask for advice and stuff like that I'm just saying like be very cautious of who you tell your relationship problems to or ask for advice from because there's some people who just don't understand the relationship that you're in and they could give you advice that just doesn't resonate and it just makes you feel even worse yeah just being really aware of like who you're letting in to that problem and I guess like I share a lot but I don't really talk a lot about the issues Mm -hmm. um for that same reason so I feel you on that (laughs) yeah but I think I did not answer your question where you asked about like the good stuff that happened. So I'll answer that right now because I think like we just I don't know how we ended up. We just like, spiraled. Yeah. Yeah. But basically I did go on a date and it was like a really good day. Um, it was I would say well I'll just say when the date was is on New Year's Day when I had my dates. We like were messaging each other on the app um a few days before and he actually liked me and this was still during the time where I just like I have no interest in talking to anybody right now I just like want to focus on my own thing and stuff so I still kept the app and I just went through the guys that have liked me and then um I saw his profile and I was like well he's kind of cute and like he's not typically like the guy that I would go for but I think he's so like cute and everything and so I decided to like just say yes to him and so we matched and um I just said hi (laughs) and then he um he was like hey and then he said something else um referring to one of my pictures and then um the conversation was really good a few days later he asked me if I wanted to spend a day with him so I said yes and he asked like what I wanted to do and um he gave me two options he was just like pick like choice one or choice two and I was like well do I know what these choices are and so he was like um the first choice is like sushi and wine and the second choice is drinks with a view and I was like okay let's do drinks with a view but he didn't tell me anything else besides those things and he's like good choice and then (laughs) so he gave me the details of everything and then the day of I um I, well, not the day up, but I think it was like the day before I texted him. I was like, oh, are we still on for tomorrow? He's like, yeah. And then I met him at the hotel. Um, <laughs> the, the, the bar was at the hotel because that's where the view was. Like, okay, Got it's it. not like anything. <laughs> it's not what you think. But anyway, Sounds like a success like a very, story to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a very nice bar at this restaurant with a nice view, basically. And so we, I met up with him. And I'm like kind of bad with directions and maps, kind of. So I was like walking around. I was like, I don't see you. Like, I don't know where this is. I'm like looking at my Google Maps, but it's not really working. And he was like, okay, I'll like, like, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you basically is what he said. He was like, and I was like, okay. So I sent him my location and he, um, he was like, okay, I'm walking on this street. I should be like close to where you are and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm walking down this street and I see him across the street. And I was like, oh my God, that's him. It was like that, you know, that moment where you like, 
you see somebody for the first time in real life when you've been seeing them like in pictures for like the duration of your conversation so when I had that moment I was like oh my god that's him that's him that's him and then I walked across the street I gave him a hug we went up to the hotel's bar and um the bar wasn't open because the bartender wasn't going to open until 30 minutes later. And so I was like, hey, why don't we just go into the city and just explore? So that is what we did. We had like a spontaneous trip. We spent the whole day in the city and then we had dinner. And then um, we walked back to his car. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's like, Aww. I know that was like super vague, but it was just like a really good day because yeah. everything was just so spontaneous. And it was just, like, in the moment, like, nothing was planned. And I think we were just, like, planning on having drinks, and that was it. But we, like, actually spent the entire day together. And then we went to um, the museum. And then we were, like, just joking. And we were, like, planning a heist and everything like that. It was funny. (laughs) He was a good guy. Aw. Well, spontaneity is, like, I think, oh, my God. I don't know what's happening to me today, but I just, like, can't function let me try that again okay I'm such a bad host but you make me nervous because you're so good at it and this is like season two of hello 20s and I'm just over here like (laughs) being spontaneous though oh my god what am I trying to say I'm trying to say that there are no expectations when you're being spontaneous so I can see the appeal of that but now it just sounds so staged so let me just move on okay so since I'm like malfunctioning let's take a quick break And we'll be right back to hear more about Jan's dating stories. In case you didn't know, this podcast officially has merch. If you like the Breaking Up podcast logo, then you'll love the hoodies, t-shirts, phone cases, mugs, socks, like you name it, that we have available for purchase. I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise, so definitely check it out. I tried really hard to design something for everyone, so there are a lot of options, colors, sizes, styles. We have pastels. We have an after dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimal or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the Breaking Up merchandise at teespring.com store slash Michaela dash or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link, so that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well, and even on the podcast's Instagram at breakingup underscore podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too, so if you use the code BREAKINGUP in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it, so go check out my merch. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you, and if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. And we're back. Okay, so I wanted to follow up with that dating story and ask you, did anything happen after that first date? For some reason, I, like, I don't know how or why, but I always end up, like, going on a date or, like, talking to guys that are in the military when I solely told my friends, like, I just don't see myself with, like, someone that's in the military. I told them that specifically, like, senior year of college just because I feel like the military life is a little different you know and so out of all the guys I've talked to or like went on dates with half of them have been like in the military or are associated into going into the military which is like something that I never planned like I never like go on an app and be like oh they're like in the military yes you know like (laughs) It just happened. And I actually have a funny story about like being rear-ended by someone in the military as well. But anyways, 
So it actually didn't really go anywhere because he is in his last year of the Air Force Academy. So he was back um, home because it was obviously winter break. And then um, actually two days after our date, he had to fly out back to the academy. So yeah, nothing really went like forward after that, but we like we still like talked a little bit after our date and I was like yeah I had a really good time and everything and then um he said something else where it was just like kind of hinting like there might be another one but I'm like obviously not holding on to it but mm-hmm. we'll see because he's coming back okay yeah I was just about to ask if you guys still keep up well we don't really text anymore and I, I think it's just hard to keep in touch especially because we like met online and then we only like we met like and talked for only a week right and then he has his life out in Colorado and he's obviously focused on finishing school this year and um he wants to be a pilot in the air force so obviously he has to like get his grades and everything have things in line in order for that to happen so he has his life out there and I have my life here but he has family here as well so we'll see moving on to the time when you got rear-ended this is one of my favorite stories you have to share it (laughs) (laughs) so this happened also last year so um it was like christmas eve eve i was coming back from work and um i work like uh, my work is like in Maryland, but it's right outside of DC, right? And I'm from Northern Virginia, so we call it like we call it the DMV area because it's like um, DC, Maryland, Virginia, and like the metropolitan area, and that's like where all the government stuff is as well. So I go to my work, which is right outside of DC, and um, I was coming back from work. And I was on the Beltway, and then I was driving down the Beltway, and since it's Christmas Eve Eve, there's so much traffic. Everybody's, like, coming back from work, um, but also people are traveling and stuff. So I was on the Beltway heading home, and then I was just looking at my rearview mirror, and I just see the guy who's behind me. I don't know why I look, but sometimes I always look at my mirrors. And then a few minutes later, we were at, like, bumper-to-bumper traffic, and then all of a sudden, I looked at my mirrors again, and I was like, oh my god, this guy is going to rear-end me, and there's nothing I can really do, because I'm, like, so close to the car in front of me already, and I can't really, like, swerve to any other lane, because there's just bumper-to-bumper traffic, and I was like, this guy's just gonna hit me, and he does, and then, so I was like, I stayed calm, and I was just like, all right, just, like, get out of the car, take pictures, exchange information, and we'll be on our way, so I went out, And I had, like, (laughs) I had, like, such a monotone voice when I, like, greeted him. I was like, hi, let's just take our pictures and, like, exchange information and let's just head out, right? Because I was just Mm -hmm. so tired from work as well and I hate driving in that, like, traffic. And so he was like, but he was so sweet. He was just like, I'm so sorry. Like, it's totally my fault and everything. He was like freaking out and stuff. And he was like, are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? And I'm just like, keep in mind, I was like, I had my sunglasses on and I just like was so monotone (laughs) to this guy. And then I thought he was like, um, like, I thought he was like in college still or, or, or whatever. Right. And then once I took our pictures, I exchanged information, I was like, hey, what's your name? Like, can I just have your number? And he was like, yeah, my name is blah, blah, blah. And he gave me my his number. Then I went home. And I was like, thinking while I was driving, I was like, the damage is not that bad. I'm gonna see like how he wants to handle this. So I texted him when I got home. And then the texting just evolved into like, actually having a conversation with him. And then later, he was like, hey, like, why don't I like come down or like, why don't I take you to the shop with me? And then we can get an estimate and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, but I live in Virginia. And then he's from Maryland. And he's like, it's no worries. Like it's only like 30 minutes from my place or whatever. So we originally had plans on taking our cars to the shop together. And he was like, let me also like take you out to lunch and stuff. So we were going to go to lunch, (laughs) but then, um, the next, the next day, he was like, hey, what time are you free? But the next day, I was going into the city with my friends. So I was going into D.C. with my friend, and I wouldn't be done until I was, like, or until it was 1. And so I was like, hey, like, I won't be done until it's 1. And also, it's Christmas Eve. 
So not a lot of shops are going to be opened like around that time because everyone's going to be closing early for Christmas Eve. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to like make it in time. I'm trying to like find shops and stuff like that. But he also had to go to mass. So we ended up not like seeing each other or anything like that and not actually meeting up. But he was a really nice guy. He like handled everything for me. And then like we text occasionally here and there. And um, also the reason why we couldn't meet up was because he's a, um, what is he? He's a submarine <laughs> officer for the Navy in um, Hawaii. So oh, he, dang. yeah. Yeah, so he came back home for the holidays, and then he obviously had Christmas and or Christmas Eve, and then Christmas, and the day after Christmas, he had to fly back out to Hawaii, and so that's why we couldn't really meet. But we uh, still stayed in touch and still texted each other. Like we were really open with each other about like conversations that you wouldn't really have with a stranger. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe we'll meet again one day when he comes back home. Um, for the holidays or if I go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a reason to go to Hawaii if you ask me. Yeah, no, he like texted me. He's like, listen, if you actually come to Hawaii, it would be your cheapest trip to Hawaii because like a free place to stay and like a guy who's going to buy you drinks and food. I was like, Ooh. yeah, but like we still haven't actually met. <laughs> I- Unless I pull another Michaela and then go head out. Spontaneous, right? Yeah, no, it was just so out of the blue that that happened. And then um, a few weeks later, I had my date with that other guy. So True. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think I told you like the day after you told me that story that someone rear-ended me. And my first thought was like, oh, my God, am I going to meet someone out of this? Uh, but he was in high school, so that <laughs> down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've gone over some of your good dating experiences and success stories. Do you have any bad dating experiences as well? Not really because I think all, a lot of the guys that I've talked to or have met, I haven't met many. I've only met like three, three, four from online. Um, but I don't really have any bad stories, to be honest. Um, I think, like, one story that is not that bad, but I guess didn't work out, was I actually matched with this guy because he liked me. And then I matched with him, and I knew him from school. And it was actually during the summer, or, like, last summer. He liked me, and then I matched with him, and I knew him from school. He was actually at one of my sorority formals. He was one of my sister's, like, formal dates, but they went as friends. And I, I always thought he was, like, a really good-looking guy. And I was like, he's always, like, he's cute and everything, but he, like, had a girlfriend at the time as well. And then all of a sudden, he, like, liked me, and I was like, all right, let's, like, see where this goes. So we had a conversation, but I think at that time when he, we, like, connected it wasn't a good time for us to have a conversation and talk because my mind was like somewhere else so I like I could tell in the beginning he was like really interested in me he was like really sweet he would like text me like good morning and he would text me like like you're so beautiful and all that stuff which is very nice of him but I wasn't really into it because like I said my mind wasn't like at that dating like stage or whatever my mind was like somewhere else but I was like really curious to like get to know him basically and that's why I matched with him and um I don't know he like seemed so excited to like meet me and everything like that and then um the day before us actually meeting he like never texted me anything but he said he like he was like what are you doing on Sunday? And I was like, oh, I don't have anything planned. And he's like, okay, let's like do something. And then he's recently just moved into the city. So he was like, let's do something um, Sunday morning. Let's do brunch and then let's go somewhere. And I was like, okay. And I asked him like, what do you have planned? And he's like, to be honest, I don't really know what is planned, but we'll like play it by ear. Right. And I was like, okay. And because I like know him prior to like this whole thing like I met him before once and we had like friends in common I like 
didn't think he would like flake out like flake on me or I didn't think he would like ghost me or anything like that right because like Mm -hmm. when you have people that you know in common you are more what's that word like Like held responsible yeah I guess yeah so like you're you just feel more responsible or like oh I should Yes, that's it. Yes. You feel more <laughs> obligated to like actually be a decent person, I guess. And so he was like, yeah, let's do something. Like, I can't wait to see you and stuff like that. And then the day before the actual date, he didn't text me and I didn't text him. Because like I said, like my mind wasn't really in it. But then at the same time, I was like, I wouldn't mind meeting this guy. And I thought he would text me about something. And then the day of, he never texted me anything as well. And I didn't text anything either. And then um, I think it was, like, towards the end of the day. So it was, like, Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. I texted him, and I was like, hey, LOL, like, what happened to today? And he never responded. Oh, my God. What a jerk. Did you bring it up to your friend? Yeah. No, I I, I think so. But, like, the friends that we had in common, like, we knew each other. We're, like, I don't know. It's weird because, like, I know he knows certain people that I know, but we're not, I'm not super close with those people and he's not super close with those people either. Or maybe he is. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. So that was like just like one date that was just like, that has never happened to me before. <laughs> You've never like been ghosted like that? No, I've never. And like, it's just, it was just a shock because this was somebody that I know. Like this is somebody that mm-hmm. I've actually have a picture with oh dang yeah so we actually have like we actually took a picture together or he was like in that picture um during that like formal that he was at with my like really good friend at that time so that's why it was just like so unexpected like I would understand if it's somebody I've never met before if it's somebody that I have no connection with but this is like someone that I actually have somewhat of a connection like a relationship like network like we have like we're in the same network of people in some ways yeah like the least he could do is text you back (laughs) and explain yeah why yeah it's just really weird because like he was like so like the way that he texted and everything like he was so Mm -hmm. interested and like my friends could tell as well and then it was just like he like ghosted me and I was like okay Mixed, mixed signals for sure yeah yeah definitely but I think it's Maybe it's because he, like, knows that I wasn't that interested and he was just, like, maybe it's not like, not worth his time or whatever. But I don't maybe. know. He made the plans. He initiated True. it. <laughs> Have you ever been um, the one to ghost anyone or stand anyone up like that? I don't think so. I mean, somebody could be listening to me talk and be like, yeah, you actually have ghosted me. I mean I – I think it's okay to do to. sometimes. Like, I've definitely ghosted people especially from dating apps before okay yeah 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 from dating apps I have because like I said it's like not that deep of a connection yet but like I really try not to ghost people but sometimes it's just hard (laughs) it's easier just to do that yeah yeah but I think like if you have like a relationship with that person outside of the dating app like you moved it on to something else then I feel like ghosting is just, like, not something you should do. Yeah. How do you feel overall about the dating culture that we live in? Sometimes it can be so exhausting, to be honest, because, like, you don't know where you stand with certain people. And, like, I feel like sometimes when you don't know where you stand, it can be exhausting because you just, like, there's no stability. You know, you don't feel, like secure um especially if it's like with somebody that you are really interested in um and that's why I think it's like a little hard um but I don't know like there are people out there who like to date multiple people and not be in a relationship um they just want to date multiple people and everything like that I'm not that type of person I like I think it just consumes too much energy of me if I do that you just have to – you'll find your person and you'll know when you'll do. Do you think that social media has helped with dating or has hindered it in certain ways? I think, like, with social media, it's so easy for us to compare ourselves with other girls. 
and I think I've told you about this as well, but I did, I did, like, talk about it on my podcast when you compare yourself to others or something like that, and, like, one of the big reasons why I made that episode was because of, like, sometimes I feel like I start to compare myself to other girls, and, I don't know, like, when you go on Instagram, it's just so easy to see everyone's yeah. highlights, especially, like, all the girls, like, their highlights, and, like, they look so good. Like, girls look so good in their pictures. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like, let me just say, like, girls can, like, make such bomb um, profiles on their dating app and, like, their Instagram feed, and then guys just are just, like, <laughs> step up. <laughs> but... um yeah, I think it's so easy to like sometimes compare yourselves to other girls and then you're like wondering like, oh my God, like he liked this girl's picture or like he like, I guess I'm trying to say is like you, it's so easy for you to compare yourself to other girls and you might wonder like who this other person, this person that you're talking to is talking to any other, the any other of the person that they're following or like, you know. Yeah, it, like, opens up doors to be suspicious to their intentions, um, especially, exactly. like, liking, like, yeah, yeah, liking other people's photos, commenting either, like, flirty things. It's hard to tell if they're friends or if he's also seeing this other girl. And then you go down that rabbit hole of, like, creeping on that girl and then that girl's friend's sister who, like, happened to know him, too. And it just creates a lot of anxiety, at least for me in my experience. Yes, you definitely said everything that I wanted to say in a simpler form. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that was so hard for me to, like, say. But definitely, like, I've been at that situation, and it's, like, so unhealthy. That's, like, one of the main reasons – not main reasons, but that was one of the reasons why I got started on that episode about comparing yourself because I was just so tired of just trying to compare myself to other girls, whether it is – um, girls that like someone else is talking to or just like success wise and like look wise and stuff like it was just so draining and I think it's just easier to celebrate other people than to compare yourself and then feel bad about yourself yeah I get it I get what you're trying to say and I feel like there's a lot more expectations that comes to dating when you're both on social media at least in my experience too with um like snap snap um snap scores or like best friends on snap or streaks um there's like a lot of little things that I've realized start to matter where if you just cut it out completely would it simplify dating or seeing someone I don't know I go back and forth on those issues actually it's so funny I just deleted my snapchat I didn't tell you (gasps) that too (laughs) oh my god you're just like cutting out all these apps (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but I deleted my snapchat um just because I feel like I don't know I just like needed a break for that but like what you said is true like sometimes you're just like who's on my best friends list and stuff like that and then like it just it's just a really bad habit and like a rabbit hole as well and I think sometimes Maybe if we didn't have that or maybe we didn't care about it, then it wouldn't be such a big deal. Yeah. And that's where, like, that's where, like, the trust comes in and, like, having, being able to communicate with whoever your partner is or whoever you're creating a relationship with is, like, being able to be so honest with them and also, like, having so much trust in them and like building on that trust and building on that communication and just knowing like being so secure in that that you don't have to question like who they're snapping or who they're liking and stuff like that because like if like I like random guys as like photos on my feed as well like I scroll through my feed and I just double tap everyone's Mm -hmm. pictures I don't even like look at who I whose picture I'm, I'm looking at sometimes and then like if we're looking at the the guy's point of view, it's like, oh, like, she's liking all these guys' pictures, but, like, I didn't even, like, look at these pictures, you know? So sometimes yeah. I feel like we just have to not think too much of it. Yeah, I feel the same way. Okay, so the podcast is called Breaking Up, and it's kind of about breakups. Have you ever had your heart broken? No. <laughs> Girl, you are so um, lucky. 
I, I, then the answer is no, is because I, I don't think I've like loved someone like a significant other to that point. Um, but I have been hurt. So I haven't been heartbroken, but I have been hurt. What do you think helped you um, the most during those times where you were hurt? Honestly, I know everybody like copes differently. Um, I'm not really the type to like, like I said, I am a very private person. So I'm not one to just like do a mass um, announcement or whatever like that. Or that doesn't sound right, but, like, I like to keep to myself. Um, I, it's just, like, harder for me to, like, if I really do, like, need help moving forward and stuff, I obviously will reach out to my friends, like, personally and stuff like that. But I don't try to make it too much of a big deal. Like, I'll try to just recenter myself and just spend more time by myself. It's hard sometimes when you try to not think about somebody um and then you're spending time all by yourself and it's like you know (laughs) um but sometimes I just get lost in my my hobbies and keep myself busy with my hobbies and then I spend more time with my friends my family um and yeah just try to recenter yourself I think sometimes it's okay to feel broken I think it's okay to feel lost because um you're just gonna rebuild yourself into a stronger person 100% agree. I feel the same way. Okay. Knowing everything that you know now and like everything that you've gone through with dating stories or just like meeting people and being hurt and recentering and all of that, is there anything that you wish you could either like tell your younger self in terms of dating or anything that you'd want to do differently? (laughs) (laughs) I think my thing that I keep on telling myself even now is just to have fun like I like that like that spontaneous date yeah that was Mm -hmm. because I mean that was a really good date but um um, I don't know like sometimes I'm like one to have so much expectation like oh my god like I hope we do this I hope like this happens and stuff like that and then like those things don't happen and I obviously get disappointed and then sometimes I always feel like what's the point of this whole dating thing if like maybe like if we don't I wouldn't say if we don't like see each other in the future or whatever but like sometimes it takes longer for certain people to warm up to you it takes them like you don't know what's going on in their life as well and what they're going through and so I think just trying to have fun and be in the moment and not have too much expectation is what I'm really trying to tell myself now because that's what I did in the past and obviously it led me to just being upset or disappointed and so now when I tell myself like if I'm trying to build a relationship with somebody like yeah, there's like, maybe it won't work out in the future. But right now we're getting to know each other. We're having a good time. And we're just getting to know each other. Like, nothing is guaranteed in the future, right? Because the future hasn't existed yet. So I just tell myself not to worry too much about it and just have fun in the moment and just get to know people. Like, honestly, dating is just getting to know people and getting to know yourself. Because sometimes you, you like may say like, I don't want this type of characteristic in somebody where I don't want somebody who's like this but then you get to meet somebody that's like that and it changes your whole mind or you meet somebody with like characteristics that you thought you would like but you don't because it's not compatible with you so dating is just getting to know someone and getting to know yourself I love that perspective on dating I think that's great and it takes away so much added pressure from dating as well yeah that's wonderful Overall, what would you say your biggest advice for someone trying to navigate the dating scene would be? I think my biggest advice is just to, like I said before, like just know that dating is getting to know yourself and also getting to know other people as well. All right. I have one question left for you. Um, I always end each episode with a quote about what we talked about. And since today's episode is all about you and your dating experiences, do you have any quotes that really resonate with you right now? Um, hold on. I'm trying to find it. I had it. While you're looking, I will say that you post really great like quotes and Pinterest like thoughts on your Instagram accounts. 
So Aww. highly recommend checking those out. Um, it's yeah, on my story, I, not my feed. <laughs> your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clarifying that. But yeah. No, they're very motivating. I appreciate them. I'm glad. So my favorite quote right now is um, beware of destination addiction. The idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job, or even the next partner. Until you give up give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it'll never be where you are. Um, and I think it just resonates so much in just like in living in your 20s where you just like feel like there's some aspects of your life that isn't complete and maybe like when you get to that point when you get to the next job or when you get to a new relationship or if you get in a relationship you'll be happy but honestly you'll never be happy unless you are happy where where you are planted at the point or this point in life man that's deep I love that thank you I like it too where can the listeners find you you can find me at Instagram or Twitter at Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U, or you can find me and my podcast. Um, you can just search up Hubble 20s, and you can find me on YouTube as well. Just search up Y-U-A-N-Q. And that's it. Awesome. Yeah, highly recommend checking out Hello 20s, and I'll link, of course, everything in the podcast description for this episode as well. But thank you so much for being on my podcast today. I've really had so much fun talking about your experiences. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. And thanks for being so flexible with your time. Yeah, of course. I've had a lot of fun. So thank you so much. And to the listeners, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to get involved, have feedback, or perhaps your own story you'd like to share, please email me at breakingupwithmikayla at gmail.com, or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a DM. I'm always looking for future guests, so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on, be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.